You're listening to a C3 Victory podcast. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au. It's so good to be out here. I love Northwest. I say it every single time, but we love Northwest. It's so good to always come back and hang out with you guys. And uh, and today, like uh, Pastor Simo said, and uh, you know, we're in this new series, and it's so good to have Pastor Simo and Jess out here. We love doing uh, life with these guys. Um, you know, we you know we young adults pastors, youth pastors. There's kind of like the stigma that they never get along. You know, that they're always fighting against each other. That as soon as they uh, you know a youth leaves youth and you know they're going to go straight into young adults and we're going to lose them and we're not going to see them again Uh, but it's not the case for us we love doing life together we do ministry together and we make sure that there is this cohesiveness to to build the kingdom of God together and uh, and to build the church so uh, it is it's always fun and uh, and me and Simo always go on runs and just chat you know it's good so, but this, uh, this new series, Life Hack, uh, who is enjoying it? You know, Life Hack, you know, it's, uh, if you don't know what Life Hack is yet or what it means, you know, this whole kind of, this word Life Hack or to hack life or, you know, you know something like that. It's to, it's to do something that's hard uh, and to do it with a bit more ease. It's to make something a bit easier that, you know, is going to be a bit hard, you know. So um, it's, it's, I've got, got a great illustration for this. I don't like doing just dishes, right? Who doesn't like doing dishes? Oh, come on. I, I so dislike doing dishes and from the devil. Uh, we don't have a dishwasher at our house. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Uh, and, um, you know, <laughs> you know and, and so, you know, there's, there's always stacks of dishes that, uh, you know, there's in our kitchen um, and there's this kind of like, this, this silent fight between myself and Christina, the who's going to do the dishes, you know, and, uh, and, but I really don't like doing dishes and then I just smash them all out in one go and, uh, and so that's how I do the dishes. Um, but I just like doing dishes and so I heard about this life hack. I heard about this, uh, this thing and I, I believe that uh, my wife came up with it, but she says she didn't and, you know, so, but there's this, this, this hack of when you're having a party. Who loves parties? Come on, I love parties. We, we need to party more, right? We need to get together, hang out more. Uh, and so, you know, you're at parties, chips are an essential, right? Bags of chips are an essential. They're a good starting food, you know. They're a good, they're a good like, you know, kind of, uh, you know, surface level conversation kind of food, you know, just to start the night out, you know. And so uh, you have a bag of chips. Um, oh, and so you got a bag of chips and uh, at the end of the night, you might have like five bags of chips, which means five uh, bowls that you have to clean up at the end of the night, right? And you don't, and I don't like doing dishes, right? And so uh, there is this life hack to help you not have a, and you can take this home with you, not the chips, not mine, uh, but you can take this life hack home with you uh, to help you for your next party. And so um, I'll get Simo to help me. And he's going to come up here and he's going to demonstrate the fact that you don't need bowls anymore, right? Bowls are a thing of the past, right? And so you just roll it up from the bottom, right? And there's this new bowl, right, right here, right? 
This is a lot. There we go. A nice corn chip right right there. Life hack, right? Life hack. And so then you don't have to stick your, your hand in to, uh, you know, and get real greasy up your arm and then you just grab the chips, you grab the packet at the end of the night and chuck it straight in the bin. Hey, come on. Amazing, right? That's good. You can take that one home. That's yours. Have that one for free. All right. So that's hacking life. That's hacking life. And, you know, that's, that's what we're talking about in this series of Life Hack, this, this wisdom series that we, we go through this life that God created and, uh, and God didn't want it to be hard for us. You know, He didn't want it to be hard. And so He gave us a whole book, a whole book of life hacks, right? So that we could get through life easier. And so last week we had Pastor Mel out here who enjoyed Pastor Mel. Come on, she was amazing. And, uh, and uh, essentially we had Pastor Simo. And uh, we learned that wisdom, right, it's not just this, this knowledge, this mental knowledge, this intellectual knowledge, but wisdom as well as this, uh, in Hebrew, is chokmah. All right, chokmah. You really got to say it. We'll chat that up on the screen. Wisdom, chokmah. You know, you really got to get in. Chokmah, right? Chokmah. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly how you say it, but it sounds fun. It sounds fun to say, right? And so Hokmah, it's Hebrew. Hokmah is this, uh, it's uh, skill. It's applied knowledge. It's, uh, it's action. And so we got to team up mental knowledge, intellectual knowledge with Hokmah and apply that knowledge into action. Apply it to our skills that we have. And so, like I said, we're going to do life well in this God-created world with mental knowledge and this applied skill and knowledge. And we also learn about Lady Wisdom, right? Lady Wisdom. Remember Lady Wisdom? Yep. Sweet. Cool. Lady Wisdom. Uh, I reckon she's like a boss, right? Just walks around like a boss, like queen. Like, queen? What up? Yes, queen. Right? Um, <laughs> uh, and so Lady Wisdom... We're going to talk more about her lady, but uh, her lady, her later. Um, but we, t- we we learn that Lady Wisdom, uh, in a sense, gives us wisdom if we desire it and ask for it. She gives us wisdom. So, firstly, there we go. Firstly, uh, to get wisdom. So, how do we get wisdom? Firstly, to get wisdom, we need to have fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord, right? Proverbs 9 verse 10, it says, The fear of the Lord is, this beginning, uh, is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So the fear of the Lord, if it's not this like trembling fear uh, of like scared kind of fear, but the fear of the Lord is a healthy respect for God's definition of good and evil. So it's God's healthy respect. It's God's definition of uh, good and if, uh, good and evil. So we need to keep that in mind. To get wisdom first, we had to have fear of the Lord. All right, keep that in mind. So last week we looked at Proverbs three one two ten. That's right. You guys are onto it. Good, good. And so this week we're gonna we're gonna look at Proverbs three verse eleven to twenty. Who's got their Bibles? Hey, good, good. So it's and phones are all right. Like that's it's a Bible as well. It's on it's, you, the Bible, right? It's good. It's all good. 
Uh, and so Proverbs 3, verse 11 to 20. Ready? Sweet, let's go. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent His rebuke because the, Lord's discipli- the Lord disciplines those He loves. As a father, the son he delights in. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields a better return than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you can desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand and in her left hand, riches and honour. Her ways are pleasant ways and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. By wisdom, the Lord laid the earth's foundation. By understanding, He set the heavens in place. By knowledge, the watery depths were divided and the clouds let drop the dew. Let's pray. God, we just thank You. We thank You for Your wisdom. God, we thank You that we get to learn about it uh, this morning and for the next couple of weeks. And God, we just pray that, uh, God, we just hear Your voice in this message, Lord Father. God, that You'd speak to us, Lord Father. Let You speak, not me speak, but let You speak into these people, Lord Father, that we'll gain more understanding so that we can have uh, this mental and intellectual knowledge and apply it with Your wisdom, God. In Your mighty name, amen. Men. Come on. So this morning, uh, I'm going to break these 11 verses into three different sections. And so kind of what that means, I'm going to have three points. There we go, three-point message. And so, uh, but in, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about other stuff within these uh, three points. So uh, make sure you're keeping on track. And uh, hopefully I've got enough slides to, uh, so you can just kind of watch and listen and everything like that. So my first, uh, my first point is wisdom by love. Wisdom by love, Proverbs 3, 11 to 12. It says, My son, come on, my son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent His rebuke because the Lord disciplines those He loves. As a father, the son, He delights in. You know, there's this personal touch uh, to these like two verses. There's this personal touch and sometimes there's this, this personal touch is something that we, uh, it's not something that we like or sometimes it can hurt, right? It can hurt sometimes because it's, it's saying that the Lord's discipline. And, uh, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we can choose, like we can have a choice of how we grow in that moment. We can have a choice of how we grow in that moment. Hebrews 11, uh, sorry, Hebrews 12 verse 7. Uh, endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as His children. We are all sons and daughters of God. For what children are not disciplined by their father? Hebrews twelve eleven says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time. Amen. But painful, yes. Later on, however, it produces a harvest. Come on, a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. See, I, I didn't grow up with a uh, with a father. We let, you know, me and my mom left my dad when I was about four, and so throughout my whole life, I actually haven't had a uh, father to discipline me. Uh, a father uh, that could, a loving father for that as well, who could uh, discipline me and who wanted me to grow as a person. Uh, I did, however, I did, however, had have spiritual fathers 
uh, spiritual father figures in different stages of my life who I gave permission Right, who I gave permission to speak into my life and discipline me uh, in love just as a biological father would his own son. And so I gave permission to different people. And in this stage of my life, um, you know, Pastor Keith is that father figure in my life. Uh, he is the father of the faith. He's been around. He knows what he's talking about. He's, he's you know, he's seen things happen, uh, you know, not, in, not just in leadership, but in, like in everything. And so uh, Pastor Keith is that spiritual father who can pull me up, discipline me and correct me to help me grow. And he does it all in love. He does it in love. You know, is it pleasant for me to sit in front of Pastor Keith and and be corrected? Not always. No. Um, I can do some pretty stupid things sometimes. Uh, You know, is it, do I enjoy it? No. No. I don't. I kind of sit there in silence and just nod, right? And just kind of just take it on. And without, and then I'll go home, sit in the corner and cry. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't. Uh, but, you know, uh, but if I don't resent it, if I don't rebuke it, right, it will help me become uh, a better man of God. It'll help me to become a better husband and one day a better father. And, and, and it'll help me to become a better leader if I, just, if, I, if I listen to what He has to say without resenting it. You know, so to go through life and we have this with our, with our, with our Godfather. Godfather, our Father, who's the God? There you go, Godfather. Listen, my son. Um, and so we have this with God because... Uh, you know, we, we want to grow in wisdom, uh, but sometimes God, He, he kind of points at something, right? He points at something in your life going, hey, maybe, maybe that needs to change a little bit. Maybe He starts prodding uh, in your life and goes, hey, what's, what's that? And it hurts, right? Because it's discipline, it's correction, it hurts. But we need to realise that He's doing it out of love. He's doing it so that, you know, we can, we can grow, you know, and it may be something personal. It may be something in our marriage that we need to correct or adjust or change. And maybe it is to do with something in, in leadership or in our work or whatever it is. But, you know, God, you know, He is our Father. And so He disciplines us by kind of like pointing at something and going, hey, I, th- I think that needs to change. I think that needs to change in your life because uh, if you do that, uh, you know, you'll, you'll be a better person. But if you don't, then well, you, that's your own problem, you know. But He wants us to be a better person. So He's going to always kind of, He's going to be there to go, hey, come on, let's, let's change that. But, and the great thing is, is that, you know, if I focus on it and, and work with God, right, work with God, then it can help me to become a better person and help me grow in my wisdom. It's our response in that moment that helps us grow in wisdom. It's our response. So wisdom by love hurts, but it's good. Wisdom personified. Wisdom personified. Proverbs 3, 13 to 18. I'll just quickly read it. Uh, blessed. Uh, 
hear that? Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields a better return than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you can desire can compare to her. Long life in her right hand and in her left hand, uh, riches and honour. Her ways are pleasant ways and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. So firstly, the first this, this five verses is, an actual, a, is actually a poem, praising wisdom. So it's, 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 uh, it's, we're giving praise to wisdom. We're, we're learning about wisdom. It's we're learning about Lady Wisdom and it's just this incredible poem about her. And so, uh, but one of the first things that we need to take note is that the passage starts with blessed and ends on blessed. The NLT version says this, it starts with this, joyful is the person who finds wisdom. And it ends with happy are those who hold it tightly. Forgot to change that. Hoop, hoop, hold it tightly. <laughs> the, the New King James Version, right? We're going old school. Uh, is happy is the man who finds wisdom and happy are all those who retain her. So it seems that when we find wisdom, we, we, find joy, we find joy and happiness. When we find wisdom, when we seek wisdom, we find joy and happiness. And I believe that we, we have a God that wants us to be in a state of happiness. God doesn't want to be in a state of, of loom and gloom. Right? He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be joyful. The second thing to note is the value of wisdom. Proverbs 3, 14, For she is more profitable than silver and yields a better return than gold. The, the writer is explaining here that from a, a possible context of uh, you know, dealing with merchants, that we can gain more in trading in wisdom than we could with silver and gold. You know, in, a, in our life, uh, you know, we are always dealing with money. You know, we're dealing with money when it comes to bills and, uh, you know, just everything, right? We need, to, we, we need money to, to, to pay for stuff, to buy stuff. Uh, but I believe that, you know, when we start thinking about the bigger things like investments and, uh, you know, what, you know trying to, to get ourselves into a better state uh, financially, that we need to have wisdom to help us to get there. Um, so we need to use wisdom so if we don't, uh, we, can, we can go into it. We can, if we don't use wisdom, we might, not, we might get a little bit of return or we might not get anything. You can't just go into a stock exchange. I don't know much about stocks, but I know that if you don't, uh, if you don't use wisdom to research, right, you can put your, a large amount of money into something and not get something back. If, you know, and there's, there's lots of things about that. And when we need to use wisdom so that we can uh, yield something better that we can get something better back. You know, we, we need to use re, uh, wisdom to research. We need to use wisdom to find and ask wise counsel. You know, there's lots of people in our church who, uh, who have used wisdom to do investments or stocks or anything like that. We've got people in the stock industry that if you want to go down that road, you can go down that road and ask these people, wise, these wise counsel, you can ask them wisdom. 
You know, if you want to get into the property business and investments and everything like that, we've got multiple people in that who have done that for a very long time who can help you, right, do the right thing and, and help you on that journey. And we also, just, we also actually just need to use wisdom just to hear from God. You know, is it the right time? Should I be doing this? Use wisdom. We gain more with wisdom. The third thing to know is the effect of wisdom. The effect of wisdom. So the next three verses is 15 to 18. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you can desire to compare with her. Uh, long life is in her right hand and her left hand of riches and honours. Her ways are pleasant ways. All her paths are peace. She is the tree of life who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. You know, repetition is good. I'm just going to keep on repeating it. You know? you know, even alongside precious rubies, wisdom is held higher. She's held higher and, and seen to be of more worth. You know, as humans, right? As humans, uh, our default desire, right? Our default desire is to have it all, right? Don't lie to me, right? Our default desire is to have it all, right? We want, we want the good family, you know? We want the good family, the ones that don't fight, the ones that go to bed on time, the ones that eat their meals all the time, right? We want the good family, you know? We want the good household. We want the big house, Right? We want the bigger, we want a house, right? We want, we want to buy a house, right? Come on, this market, what? Uh, you know, but we want to buy a house and that might be a thing is that you, know, you want a desire to have a house and then from then on get the big house. Our desire, right? Our desire to have the, the house. Our desire to have that dream car. Come on, Who, who's got the dream car inside of them? Right, that drink, come on. Yes, God. <laughs> come on, the dream car. You know, I've got a few, Range Rover, come on. Oh, white, black, matte, whatever. I don't, you know, just give me a Range Rover. You know, that dream car, that dream car. Uh, you know, there's the good paying job. Our desire is to have, you know, to, to be in a better place than where we are in our job. Or you may be in a pretty good job. But, you know, our desire to have a good paying job or to even run our own business, you know. Uh, our desire uh, to, to have good friends. Whatever it is, our desire, we have this desire to have, to want it all. But in this proverb, it says that nothing, nothing we desire can compare to wisdom. There goes my, my Range Rover. Damn. There goes your big house, babe. But so does that mean that we should desire wisdom first? Yeah. What, what does wisdom give us? Long life is in her right hand. So to get wisdom, we need to have a healthy fear of the Lord. Right? That's where you repeat it, you know, fear of the Lord. Right? So we need to have a healthy fear of the Lord because uh, fear of the Lord brings health to the body and adds length to life. It's in the Bible. Fear of the Lord, the beginning of wisdom, adds, uh, gives you a healthy body and adds length to life. I prove it. Proverbs 10, 27. The fear of the Lord adds length to life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. Proverbs 9, 11, for though For through wisdom, your days will be many and your years will be added to your life. 
long life is in her right hand. In her left hand. What's in her left hand? Riches and honour. 1 Kings 3 uh, verse 10 to 13, it says this, The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. Uh, you know, wise and a discerning heart. So God said to him, Since you have asked for this and, and not for long life or wealth, right, what we just talked about, for yourself, nor have you asked for the death whoa, uh, of your enemies, but for discernment and administering, administrating justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you your wise and discerning heart so that you will never be like, there will have never been like anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Cool. Moreover, God's continuing, right? There is more. There is overflow, right, coming. There's overflow when we, when we ask for wisdom. There's overflow when we ask for the right things. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for both wealth and honour, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. When we ask for wisdom, God will give us the riches and honour. He will give us the long life. When we seek wisdom first, we'll get long life and riches and honour. Pleasant ways and peace. Her ways are pleasant ways and her paths are peace. And now T says it like this. She will guide you down delightful paths. Come on. All her ways are satisfying. So if wisdom is an attribute, right, an attribute or a characteristic of God, uh, then if we look at the promise that He made in Proverbs 3 verse 6, what we looked at last week, it says this, seek His will in all you do and He will show you which path to take. So if God is showing us which path to take, He's obviously gonna lead us down, right? The path that is delightful and satisfying, right? Because we serve a good God, right? We serve a good God. And He loves us. He loves His children. And, so, and secondly, if Jesus is the Prince of Peace, Come on, if Jesus is the Prince of Peace, then we're taking a path which God shows us and then our path we travel on should be filled with peace. Wisdom is giving us the quality of life for us to enjoy. Long life with no thought for its quality could be a curse rather than a blessing. God wants to bless us. Source of life. I'm nearly finished. Nearly. You, you good? You, you good? I told you I was going to go deep. Right? Learn. It's learning. She has a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. You know, much as a tree of life was a source of life in the Garden of Eden, so is the Garden Eden, so is the wisdom a source of life for us. Wisdom is a source of life for us. So when we grab hold of wisdom, we're taking hold of something that is full of life. We're taking hold of something that's full of life and something that will bring us blessing, joy, and happiness. Wisdom is our source of life. My third point, right? That was like sub-points of two, Right? Come on, my third point, my last point. It's all good, all right? My last point. Wisdom applied. 
Proverbs 3, 19 and 20. By wisdom, I love this verse. By wisdom, God, the Lord laid the earth's foundation. By understanding, He set the heavens in place. By His knowledge, the watery depths were divided and the clouds let drop the dew. This is, like I said, my, my favourite verse out of these 11 verses because it highlights the fact that even God used wisdom. God. Uh, this, this magnificent being used wisdom. And He wants us to use wisdom in our life too. This passage of passage of Scripture shows that wisdom's role in creation. And you can read more about it in Proverbs 8, 22 to 31. And even God, this, the supreme being, the ruler of everything, used wisdom to create the world that we live in today. Divine wisdom guided the Creator and now permeates the whole of creation. I'm an ideas man, right? I'm always coming up with ideas. Not the best ideas either, right? And uh, I'm always going, babe, i got an idea. And she's always going, um, what now? And in these moments of ideas, I've got I to go, well, is it wisdom? Is it God idea? Can I put wisdom to it? Can I make it work? Will God guide me? Or is it something that I just got to kind of put away because it's just my idea, right? Just my idea. Right? I want to go buy cars at the auction and do them up and sell them for more. I know nothing about cars. <laughs> Scott. Amen from us. <laughs> but that's not using wisdom. That's just trying to get rich quick. Right? But in a, in a moment of my life, right, I wanted to start a business. And so I decided that I'll go mow lawns because I can do that. Right? You push something. That's easy. Right? Go mow lawns. I did it, two years. Slogged my heart out. Hot weather, no lawns. Slogged it out in moments and times. And it was great. God provided the income for us. I used wisdom in that, you know. But then I also used wisdom when I realised there was a time to put the business uh, to bed and go, hey, it's not working anymore. I'm going to use wisdom. You got to know the difference of when to use wisdom and not use wisdom. You know, we need to get to this place of not just understanding wisdom, not just knowing wisdom, but applying wisdom, using this hokma. you know, applying wisdom. And my very, very, very last point. <coughs> Excuse me. It all points back to God. Come on, all points back to God. Wisdom is an attribute and a characteristic of God. When we desire wisdom, we desire to have a part of God's character in us. It helps us to be more like Christ. It, likes, it helps us to be more like Him. Ephesians 5 verse 1, imitate God, therefore, in everything you do because you are His dear children. Imitate God. Desire wisdom. Desire wisdom. To live by wisdom is to imitate God. 
when we desire wisdom, all the other things that we desire come second place. Because if we desire wisdom, then we know, we know that God is going to fulfil those desires. That God is going to fulfil the things that we desire. It all, it all points back to God. If you want wisdom, go to God. If you want wisdom, seek God. It is, a, it is an attribute of God. It's a character, characteristic of God. So seek God. Thanks for joining us for the C3 Victory Podcast. We would love to see you at one of our services. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au or check us out on Facebook or Instagram.